Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Colonel William Giles, one of the greatest martial artists in the world, travels the global tournament circuit, using it to conceal his top-secret mission as leader of an elite group of international crime fighters known only by their code name, Street Fighters. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, taking a week away from G.I. Joe, although we have been enjoying G.I. Joe Extreme a lot more than I thought we were going to. I'll put it out there, but today... We're going to take part in part one of the four-part extra- Orb Extravaganza. Is that what we're calling it? The Orb Extravaganza? Now, we've already watched part three for this show. Ugh. So, so maybe I hate, I hate that it's out of order. Hold on. Hold on. First off, we didn't discuss calling this the Orb Extravaganza. Well, Second can of we? all, I know that because if we did, I would have demanded we call it the Orb Extravaganza. So okay. well, how about this? Fix that right now. To be fair, we haven't actually released the, uh, this, the Mortal Kombat episode just yet. We could just release this episode this week and call it part one and actually be in order. Well, the problem is not, I think Gina's problem is not that... Uh, the audience will get it out of order. It's that yeah. we got it out of order. I don't give a crap about the audience. Oh, all right. Then we'll just that, we'll play these uh, out of order. Then. <laughs> that is definitely my fault. I apologize for that. That's on me. No, I mean, look, a little bit of research would have gone a long way. But to be fair, I was banging the table shouting, we need Mortal Kombat. So I understand <laughs> some intimidation there. Also, we did it right after we saw the Mortal Kombat movie. So there was yeah. really no winning. Yeah, It was either we do a one-off or or we do these out of order. We haven't released them to the public out of order. I would say that again. We can do this correctly. No, this could be the no, first. No, that's oh, they, lying. You want to lie to the people? With Constantly, Gina. Do you know me? I I see that we we when we run in the uh, twenty sixty seven political race against one another, we have our campaign stances right here. Would you say the twenty sixty seven political race? Uh, when I'm ninety two. Yep. Yeah, yo, by then, we're going to be living so long. We're going to uh-huh. be living so long that we stopped doing elections every four years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, you don't know what kind of election it is. It could be a local election. It could be for student body president. Yeah, that's right. We could all go back to school at some point. Like, it's going to be oh, for, it's gonna be for uh, some sort of nursing home position. Let's keep it real. We've already established the end game for this show is we're still watching cartoons at the nursing home and still podcasting this whole time. Also, we know who would win that because your stance would be, leave me alone. I want to play video games now. I've Mm. earned it. I'm old. Mm -hmm. And my Mm -hmm. stance would be, I'm going to organize 90 different events for everyone, including a menu using Pinterest, which I'm sure by now doesn't exist, but I keep calling whatever the future thing is Pinterest. I like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, but that, uh, that assumes that, all the votes. that assumes that voters pay attention to competence. And we have learned <laughs> that is not necessarily the case. Yeah, you're right. You'll be the candidate that they say they wanna they wanna sit down and have an insure with. Thank you. <laughs> ah, there it is. And I will you know, be the power behind the throne. I will be the worm <laughs> tongue. I have yeah. no problem voting for a woman, just not that Gina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, that's they're gonna have said that the for the eight hundredth time by then. 
<laughs> Watch those goalposts. Just keep shifting on down the field. There they go. Anyway, we are talking about an episode of Street Fighter from 1996 today. And this is part one of the Orb Stravaganza, as we had a meeting just now and we discussed. Thank you. And so this is part one of four, with the other two being Savage Dragon. Um, and then what's the fourth one, Chad? I'm always forgetting. Wing Commander Academy. Wing Commander Academy. I don't even know That's what that be is. Uh, it's based on a video game. Oh, good stuff. Uh, so anyway, by the way, my name is Ray Stacanus. Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. And yeah, here we are. We're doing the thing. We're launching into it right now. I don't know why I waited that long to introduce us, but here we go. Mm. Every single episode, Chan, I don't know if I said this to you, is someone's yeah. first time listening to the show. Did you know mm-hmm. that? And that's why I try and screw up the introduction as much as possible, because we don't want new people. We're very insular here. It was like, uh, it's like when you go, uh, get taken into a cult, you're not allowed mm. to talk to anybody outside. You're not allowed to listen to any, yeah, allowed to listen to any podcasts outside. Chan uh, Chan wants to uh, close the podcast border is what he's yes. saying. Mm-hmm. It's really, I mean, like, I mean, poor really? AE Doubleback is all I have to say to that. Like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, fans of this show can't do it. Oh, no, I definitely keep all these things separate. You know how, like, you don't let your coworkers have your real Facebook uh, account be- so you can say oh. stuff. Um, you, you keep these things separate because then otherwise it gets real messy. So I keep all of my podcasts separate. Nobody listens to any of the other ones. That's the smart. number of Facebook requests that I have from doing the Who Would Win show from people who I share one mutual friend with, that being <laughs> James Gavsey, <laughs> who accepts everybody. No, I don't accept anybody. If I've never met you in real life, I will not accept your friend request on Facebook. That is just that is just my way of being. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, but I'm not going to be a Facebook friend with you. Like, and also, I, even I have gotten friend requests from people who I, I, my one mutual friend is James. So I don't know what that dude is doing because I have my <laughs> settings set to you cannot send me a friend request unless we have mutuals, and he is fucking up that whole thing. Oh no! I've gotten <laughs> so many friend requests from Here people that I'm like one mutual. Here and, comes and the unfriending. And there's no way to set it on Facebook so that like you can't you can't get them from like <laughs> you take James out of that loop. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way to do it except for James. Yeah, there's no way to do it. So he's really messing my stuff up. I mean, it's only uh, fair, Gina. To be fair, if you got rid of James like that, then I'd have to start accepting everybody to make sure those people still had access to you. Ugh, <laughs> I hate See, everything. You're about doing me this. a favor, really. I can't wait until I'm in the nursing home running for student body president. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> so the Street Fighter cartoon. Now, this is an episode called "The Warrior King," and am I mistaken? That's Worf, right? That's Michael Dorn. I didn't see him in the credits, but. Oh really? I looked up the I looked up the voice actors and did not recognize any of them. Yeah, mm. I didn't I did not recognize any of the voice actors, but man, that we'll listen to it when we get a little deeper into the show, but like th- that's straight up uh, I mean, Lieutenant Worf. It's, it's straight there up. There is Worf. a very easy way to find out. You In fact, tweet it, I think Michael you Gordon? already have your answer when when we all agreed that it was not because we looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? No, I just, I didn't see his name in the final credits, but like, I mean, here's the deal. Great sound to like if it's not. We'll listen to it and we're going to play a game called Wharf or Not Wharf. It's going to be a brand new game Again, on the Win show. Easily Googleable. Easily Googleable. Well, then why aren't you doing it, Gina? Yeah, Gina I said I, mean, I already look, looked him up, but I didn't, I didn't recognize any of the names. But What's maybe the he was uncredited. What's yeah, the character? His name is uh, the Warrior King. I didn't get a yeah, name besides that. I don't think he had a name. I think that was it. Um, 
I've often found that uh, the credits for these cartoons are not in any way complete. They're often so, lacking. It's just the it's just the, um, the every every uh, episode players and then some of the quote unquote day players don't oh necessarily make it. Oh my god! I just lost the election. Also, there's like what what <laughs> are I, we? I I looked it Look, up, but I hey. lost I lost to Ray. Oh, is my it? Oh god. wow! It's Michael Dorn. It's Michael Dorn. Oh crap. my goodness! Oh, crap. oh my guys! Goodness. Without listening to it, that just ruined our game. <laughs> Dor- Warf or not Warf. Thanks well, for playing. <laughs> uh, because I had to know because I, I was excited to prove you wrong. And mm-hmm. boy, is my face red. Wow. Hashtag oh, Ray is right, I guess. Oh, is... no. Oh, you better send Gina a T-shirt so that she can wear it. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Remember. Gina, let me get that address again. I got to send you some T-shirts. Get uh, some new I don't even under- I'm I'm on imdb and i'm still scrolling through dozens Yo, and just, dozens of just street do fighters. what i did and google the warrior king street fighter oh i would do it sense. it's literally the first thing that comes up it says voiced by michael dorn of star trek boom wow. it was pretty clear to me just listening to it but you know what do i know i mean so that is a good question what do you know street Ray? fighter this cartoon. Now, first off, I want to point out uh, one of the uh, influential in the credits. They said like uh, influenced or something. It wasn't written by or directed by, but it was like uh, uh, influenced by uh, Eric and Julia Lewald, who just appeared on this show. And Hell, so the yeah. Lewalds from X-Men, the animated series fan had some sort of hand in making this show Street Fighter. And the first note that I have upon watching the opening credits is what the fuck is this? Because what? what what this world has to do with Street Fighter, it's like, let's just take the characters, kick out literally everything, and make up our own story for everything. What? It's based on the game. Not really. Yeah, totally. Okay. Oh, okay. So, hold on. Yes. What is your headcanon for what this whole thing is? Because all of these characters have their own stories. Sure. And they- also, the, they're threadbare because it's a goddamn fighting game. What kind of thing are you thinking is r- real? Air quotes, real. Now, had we followed a team as they go through the world competing in various Street Fighter events, and maybe along the way, under you know, g- undercoving like underground criminal organizations and doing right as they see it while they're uh-huh. on their way to do something else, I would be on board for this. But instead, essentially, the Street Fighter team is G.I. Joe. <laughs> And Mm -hmm. the bad guy Street Fighter team is Cobra. And Uh it's just literally uh, M. Bison, who's now only known as Bison for whatever reason, can fly, uh, which I guess he could do in the game. So never mind that. But essentially, they are are a criminal worldwide enterprise of of, Mm -hmm. of strange uh, effect. And and our, our Joe team is Street Fighter characters who don't necessarily act like they do in the game. Like Chun-Li is a TV wait. reporter. She was never a TV reporter. Like, where does any of wait, this come wait, from? Wait, wait, wait. Here, here's, here's, here's what I will say, just so I can redeem myself uh, <laughs> uh, and being correct. From the Wikipedia page, which, by the way, it says developed by Julia and Eric. There we go, then. That's what it was. Uh, uh. It says from from the from the description, the show is closely based on the Street Fighter Two series, but also bor- borrows plot elements and characters from the live action Street Fighter film and the mm-hmm. first two Street Fighter Alpha games, as well as other Capcom games such as Saturday Night Slam Masters, Magic Sword, and Final Fight. So it is one hundred percent based on the Street Fighter properties that came before it. I mean, yeah, it's, she it's was like she was a. It. 
She was a uh, reporter in the movie. Yeah. The one with okay. uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen the movie in probably like, what, 25 years at this point? <laughs> so, well, then don't be spouting off about things you don't remember. Uh, mm-hmm. It's clearly it's based on the alleged headcanon uh, property, the zeitgeist, but it's not based on the video games per se. It which, literally, literally <sighs> closely based on the Street yeah. Fighter 2 series, but also borrows elements and plot elements and characters from the live action street fighter film and the first two street fighter alpha games as well as other capcom games such as saturday night slam masters magic sword and final fight You're i don't think capcom Gina, uh, you can write whatever games. you want on wikipedia let me start I'm pretty there sure capcom makes canned soups so <laughs> yeah, Ray's right that. on this one i'm, I'm sorry this is oh awesome. my Thank god you. this is my I'm redemption gonna, episode gonna, everybody i'm gonna burn down ray's garage tonight when he goes to <laughs> oh, sleep oh no and we were going to repurpose it. <laughs> not anymore. Um, yeah, I, I did not. I was having a hard time just watching this. And so we'll, we'll just get to it. We get to a, it's basically an alternate world, uh, much like, you know, we're learning in this in this through line of the orb tacular. And immediately I just wrote, hey, that's Worf. Uh, and it's basically a print. Was he like a like a Prince Valiant type of character? And he's, he's uh, a warrior king. It's in his name. It is yeah, literally like, his name. My first thought was Conan. Um, Conan, that's fair. Because there definitely yeah. is a line in there about how he's really good at tax law. So I feel like oh, that's something that we all uh, recognize. Look at the crossover with who would win. <laughs> Here we are. Guys, if you didn't get, if you don't get half these references, go listen, be a Gina, and go listen to 118 episodes of Who Would Win. Completionist. No. Yeah. no. Do not. Don't listen to any of them. This yeah. is the only podcast that exists. Yeah, listen to this podcast and start a spreadsheet for us. Oh, my God. Uh, can I just say that the producer on this is Kenzo Sujimoto, Ooh. who I don't know, but it's very cool. There's a Japanese man as a as a producer, which I imagine in 1996, American yeah. TV did not happen a ton. Not as common. Now, uh, can you guys talk to me about the, uh, the, the animation I mean, style of this two- show? Associate producers uh, Takeshi Sekiguchi and Kenzo, oh no, no uh, and uh, Akio Sakai, which makes me think that uh, they just shipped all the stuff off to Japan for animation. Oh, oh, you know, a lot of the yeah, a lot of the Saban stuff has a lot of that. So I don't know. But usually they're not listed as producers. That's why. Fair. Mm. Well, uh, guys, I want to ask about the animation style, and it's just it's so weird because it's like halfway to anime, but it's not quite like the full pull the trigger. And so it's yeah. really sort of, it's a little dark. It's a little weird. And the animation they do on M. Bison, where he's happy and like half his face turns oh, into a mouth. Yeah. Like Terrifying. That's weird. There's also, so much he has weird the animation. craziest butt chin I have ever seen. He does. And yeah. when he, like when he, yeah, like when he's smiling, it's truly terrifying. I actually dug it because it, it made me feel like I was watching a cutscene in an arcade game. Okay, like yeah, I just, I, which I which I thought was cool. Yeah, I was a one little part bit. where he's laughing, and I swear he has like a flip top head. <laughs> and it's and yeah, to what to what you said, it's horrifying. Sorry, Chan, go ahead. I there was a point uh, somewhere in my notes. I've got this that the, uh, that anime thing comes out in the camera angles, and there's yeah. just one angle of like shooting up at Chun Li, and she looks like the most bizarre amazon <laughs> like the uh, her body parts are all out of proportion i'm like okay like i would have been into this if the whole thing were that way but it's right. like like normal 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 weird normal 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 weird that's why i like it you never get comfortable 
Um, well, I assure you, I did not get comfortable one time watching <laughs> yeah, the show. Agreed. Yeah, we are all agreed <laughs> that on is, that point. That to is, a certain extent, none of us were comfortable watching this. The truest thing ever said on this show, I can I can quite honestly say. Um, okay, so uh, the bad guys were, again, riding these dragons, which at one point, I swear to God, the dragon becomes half mouth. Like, it's just unpleasant. I thought for a second it was like a Venus flytrap head on a dragon body. Then they cut to another angle to what you said, Chan. And it's like, no, 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 it's just a regular dragon. They just drew it real weird for this, like, one it was one section. <laughs> but and again, the- again, yeah. like, I, which I think is cool because, you know, like, if you're going to show me animated dragons, unsettle me a bit. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why? Why, though? Yeah. Because it's not like Pete's dragon. I'm not trying to feel warm and fuzzy. I want to feel like, oh, crap, oh, crap. Those dragons are pretty t- pretty scary. And they were pretty scary. Like when they were flying after. Basically, it's a bunch of wizards on dragons. It's not just dragons. It's a bunch it's of wizards on flying dragons. You don't want to be like, part of that. Trying to, trying to conquer this world. And the only thing that's keeping them at bay is this orb. Uh, and, and it's, it's kind of a scary first few seconds of a kid's cartoon, which I oh, wow. enjoy. I enjoy anything that scars children. Ah, okay. Okay. That, okay. This makes sense now. I get it. I'm, You're I'm, I'm, not gonna say I'm on board as I have a child. I would like him to remain large. No, I, I say, I take that back. I would like to be the one who scars him. It's uh, gonna any scarring want... is gonna make them interesting and creative. So yeah. you know, pick pick Man. what you want. You want a boring kid when he gets older, or you want an interesting weirdo who makes flying dragons scare the shit out of other little kids. Jen, she's asking right now if you want Egon to be a podcaster. That's what she's asking <laughs> you. And you gotta think real hard about the answer, quite frankly. I mean, I everything that I do in my life. That that commercial old commercial from the eighties just keeps echoing. Like I learned it from watching you, Dad. So like <laughs> literally anything that I'm doing, and it might be like cleaning the drapes, it might be driving the car, it you know, it might be some horrible thing that I've done, and I just assume that someday some of it's going to come back to me, and I'm going to be uh, in the nursing home, and I mean, you're like, why aren't my kids <laughs> visiting? And that's because. They're off uh, podcasting like dipshits. I, by the way, I like parents. that in in Ray's world, like he's like, oh yeah, you want them to do something re- weird and crazy like podcasting, despite the fact that every single human being we know has a podcast, and it's not at all strange oh, okay. or unusual. No, wait a minute, Gina. Not strange or unusual for the people we know. These yeah, are strange yeah. and unusual people, Gina. We don't hang out with a whole lot of you know bricklayers and. <laughs> But in our and world, that would be strange. Blue and collar. Yeah. To be fair, that is true. But again, our also world. weird that that's like your benchmark for normal is a bricklayer. <laughs> like how many yeah. bricklayers are there in the world? I it think shows, of construction jobs. How, that was the first one I could think of, Chan. God yeah, damn it. it shows how abnormal Ray is because my mind went to tax preparer. Like when I was just thinking of like a very by the book sort of boring job to have. And, and I I went for ham merchant. Um, <laughs> I feel like most people, you know, who are just just grow up without any trauma, grow up to become ham merchants. Ham are they called? Are they are they ham smiths or is that not something a ham else? barker? Jesus, Gina, what the fuck? <laughs> We're living in the goddamn twenty first century. I just I think that would be more interesting. They're online because... ham merchants. They have websites. Okay, so you don't, they don't have think... to touch the ham. Wait, you don't think they're sitting? At they're inside their house alone on their computer waiting for a ham sale, singing ham for sale, just even just to themselves or their pets. 
No, no, no. They don't wait for ham sales. They make the ham sales. <laughs> Other people wait for ham sales, wow. Gina. Come on now. <laughs> ham sales are for closers. <laughs> yep. I'm just disappointed that you refer to it as a ham barker when everyone knows it'd be a ham oinker. Am I? Am no. I right? No. Oh my God. No. A ham. Okay, so we meet Worf, and he's got to get off his planet because he's got this orb, and that's because his world is barren. It's called the Warrior's World. Let's just go with it moving forward. And the orb gets knocked into a portal, and he's got to jump in the portal to go after it. And he's like, I'll come back. Okay, first of all, his own personal wizard is like the only way to save this world is, is to like run we, away. Is to is to send the orb is to send you through to another world to save the orb and then like eventually come back. So it didn't just randomly get knocked in. I mean, eventually it does, but sure. but this was a calculated plan on his personal wizard's part. It's a well, little no, bit plan, weird of a plan to let your entire world get overrun by evil so you can come back later and save it. I don't know. That's just strange. He's got to regroup. He's regrouping. He needs a breather. He needs a Gatorade and some orange slices. Okay, fair. Uh, it, this does seem weird. Um, there's like it's not like go away, become more powerful, and then come back and you know like save us. It's just like go away and like wait them out. No, no, it's because the the only reason they're there is to get the orb. Uh-huh. Like it's it's not it's not just they're they're waging a war and blah 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 blah. They the his wizard knows that they're they're after the orb. So once the orb is removed, in theory, they they'll stop their attack, or more likely, they'll capture all of his allies, torture yeah, them you. for That's a really long time until yeah. they reveal where the orb is. Yeah. But he won't be around to see it, so it doesn't matter. You know okay. what? Fair. As a king, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay if there's misery if I don't have to see it, you peasants. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can just he can mm-hmm. just come in at the last second and be like, ah, oh, no, it looks like you were tortured, but I'm never going to ask you about it because I don't really want to know. But anyway, yeah, those, that's those really guys left problem. after they realized they couldn't get the orb. I will tell okay. you what, though, that wizard is one hell of a wingman. He's like, you know what? Just take a vacation. Get your fuck on. Find yourself yeah. a warrior princess. And, yep. you know, come back when you're rested, relaxed, loose. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah. I, I, here, here's the thing. The, the, there's there's a main failing of this episode, wh- which I'll get to later. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, but, but this all plays into it because I'm really invested in what happens to this world. I get it. Oh, you I are? Co- yeah, like I, I was just like, holy shit, those those things are scary. Those flying dragons are scary. Wizard mm-hmm. wizard on flying dragon attack is cool. Like, come on, that sounds cool. And then like other wizard is like, I'm sending you away, bitch. Like, you gotta get that orb someplace safe. And then and then we'll regroup back here. So I want I wanted to see the the regrouping happen. I wanted yes. to come back. This is what's weird to me. And we, I know we haven't seen the second episode of this yet, but he gets bonded to the orb. So wherever the orb goes, he should go. But right. I don't remember him from the Mortal Kombat episode at all. Well, what they said was that they would you would be drawn together regardless of how far away you well, are. Nobody drew him with the orb in the Mortal Kombat cartoon. That's for sure. I, man, it's it's going to take a while sometimes. Yeah. Also, we don't know what happens in in that's that's not for until part three. We don't know what happens. Right. He could be dead by then. There is mm, a gap in my knowledge point. here, but it's just interesting yeah. to me that That's we why know. You don't watch stuff out of order. <laughs> yeah, take that memento. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, this didn't really click with me because it felt like it should be a kind of 
I don't know, Frank Frazetta, Ralph Bakshi kind of over the top fantasy thing. If you're going to go that route, yeah, uh, as it is, it's sort of like a, a, a like a half-assed fantasy attempt thrown into a thing that is not fantasy at all. You know, if this was a D&D thing, like, okay, we'll, we'll play that game. But like, we're setting something up and then we're immediately going to, you know, today in you know on our planet so to, to be fair that is how a lot of uh uh like action movies of the 80s happened like uh masters Cobra. of the universe i was just thinking uh, about that yep that, yep. that was the plot uh what's the like, what's the code uh, Kod- Kod- broad deal uh no, cash Beastmasters. what you're thinking Beastmaster, of but i'm really thinking you. of stuff like another 48 hours um <laughs> Beverly Hills yeah. Cop. I feel like the Golden Child starts Norbit. out weird and then and then goes to like the everyday. Norbit. So um, this is a very short uh, circuit. A very loved uh, uh, adventures in babysitting. I'm just gonna keep keep going until someone <laughs> agrees with me. Gina, <laughs> someone at home agrees with you. That's all you need. Yeah, thank you. I don't. I don't think. I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, I want to see the fantasy world again. I thought we would. I thought the last five minutes, or uh, in cartoon world, the last like two minutes would be him wrapping up his dragon war back home. Uh, uh, spoiler alert: It's not. No. But. <laughs> You know, like this is a very common thing to be like, oh, fantasy world. What? What's this real earth that I'm in now? Yeah, that sucks, too. Okay, so we cut the people with rakes. And so we're now out in like some sort of like uh, desert. Crocodile Dundee starts in a weird place, then goes to New York. You know what doesn't start in a weird place, though, Gina? Baby shark. Thank you. I don't know what that is because I only know popular <laughs> things like crocodile. Oh Dundee. dear lord! Yeah. Okay. So uh, the orb, the orb lands in this desert area, which immediately starts greening over and sprouting plants, which is not how anything to, works. But it's okay. I was trying to figure out how, uh, where they were based on the music, because you had some sort of uh, kind of like a semitonal, yeah, like uh, um, Indian music, kind of Middle Eastern. I was like, is that Egypt or kind of got an Afghanistan generic? They kept yeah. it generic. I mean, it is it the feels... country of what? Confir. That's the name of the Confir. Zamfir. I thought it was Master, Master of the Pan Flute. Zamfir. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what what else could you take from that? Honestly, yeah. Confit. Mm. Maybe you could do a duck confit. Mm, but, delish. Mm. So uh, they uh, the the prince or king or whatever of this uh, nation of Confir takes the orb, or they. I'm sorry, the the the, the shepherds or whoever the the farmers bring it to him they're like yo we got to take this to our leader because Which that's is some up. bullshit yeah that's some and mm. nobody taking like our life is terrible and hard and we're cracking earth and like oh here comes a magic thing that just makes everything bloom i'm gonna give it away yo that's yeah, gonna I- mess up the ecosystem though so like if i found that and if all of a sudden it was like making shit grow i would be like i have to probably hand this over to the government because this cannot be good no, but I'm also get out this there. guy ends up being a pussy. Ugh. Wow. I'm gonna grow I some mean, dank weed with that. What? Jesus. It's really gonna mess orb. up the ecosystem, Chan. Make some I sticky got icky. Orb, got my hydroponics what? on. Uh, uh. I'm gonna get the sativa because I want that body high. It turns a whole nope, desert one. into lush greenery. Ooh. That's gonna mess know. things up. I might take it to the Amazon and regrow all the trees. See? Okay. Ugh. You don't need a government for that. Look at this nerd wants to regrow the Amazon. <laughs> also, I might refreeze the the glaciers. I'd help out the animals, is what I'm saying. 
So, okay, so they decide they want to use it as, like, their new source of power. And then uh, M. Bison, or Bison's uh, organization, is called Shadow Lou. And I guess I didn't... Yeah, this whole section was a little bit confusing to me, as they find the thing that could make all their lives easier, and they turn around, and and they say, "Let's, let's give it away to the government. And then M. Bison says, I am going to take control of this government, therefore get the orb, therefore... Weather Dominator, my way to the win. Yeah, why is, the what world? about this children's cartoon is confusing to you? This Ray. makes perfect sense. This makes a lot of sense. There is there is a, a poor community of people who find a magical device, who decide to hand it over to their prince, who turns out to be a huge pussy. So when a guy with the most giant ass chin I've ever seen in my life comes in and says, hey, fuck you, give that to me. The prince is like, oh, God, OK. And then he's like, ha ha, I control the weather. And now I can electrocute anyone on the spot and make you die in a flood. So everyone bowed down to me. And if you want to be spared, you have to pay me. I mean, this is it's easy enough for a 10 year old to follow, right? This is basically Legion season two right here. I'm just I'm having trouble. I thought Ray was going to complain about the Asian being the computer guy. Okay, I was you know what? I have something to say about that. Ah, I don't even remember this. Sagat was the guy running the computer there. He is shadow computer. He is. Now, Sagat is is from is a Muay Thai kickboxer from Thailand. He uh-huh. wears only a pair of shorts and wrappings on his wrists and ankles, mm-hmm. and he has an eye patch. And when I'm this is my recurring series of I don't think this should be the computer guy. Mm. I don't oh. think I, I don't think people with no shirt on should be your token computer guy. I have now figured out what it is. It was the lack of shirt. That bothered nope, me in Mortal Kombat. No, it it's because it's not a white guy, Ray. That's what bothers you. Basically, a white guy. Look at the way he was drawn. He's basically an eight foot tall white dude. Back it up. We have just spent a year in lockdown where people were working from home. You're telling me that you wore a shirt every single day you were at work, Ray? Every single day. You, you kidding me? Often too. I sure as shit didn't. I didn't wear pants sometimes. Sometimes I was buck-ass naked. So you're going to say that just not having a shirt is going to discount you from being a freaking computer guy? Okay, Jan, I believe that knock on your door is CPS calling. Yes, thank you. Jan, I'm going to say, first off, uh, Sagat was not... First off, no, I would never do that. Two, that's gross. I wouldn't even not wear, like, socks. Come on, don't be weird. So uh, uh, the second thing, Sagat is not in a work-from-home environment here. He is at the <laughs> office not wearing a shirt. It is unnerving to me, and I don't like it. No, Computer guys must wear shirts. People, I agree that what Chan suggested is weird, but this Thank is you. a world where people don't wear shirts. You people, do you understand who you're talking to right now? Go ahead and picture me because God, we don't oh have boy. the video on. Oh, boy. So <laughs> you can just go. Everybody, the people who are... On this podcast, the people that are listening to this podcast, <laughs> listen to my voice and imagine what I'm wearing. Look, because it could be absolutely nothing. I'm about, to, I'm about to say you've taken the last <laughs> minute of airtime to get totally nude in your living yeah. room. Yeah, I you've bet you. Me. I bet you just spilled some food on your chest. Oh no! Both got, of you have known me long enough to know. That is 100% of my wheelhouse. <laughs> that is oh, absolutely a thing I would do because I would think that like the bit isn't really funny unless you commit to it. So <laughs> uh, there's a solid chance that I am 
completely naked that I've gone to get some nacho cheese or at least ordered <laughs> it from the nearby doghouse so that I can then drip it on my chest. Why do and I think that- is I disagree with both of you. You're both wrong <laughs> and you're both gross. <laughs> well, that's a fair statement. So here we are. Sagat should not be in the chair. Okay, so Chudley is a reporter. We've been over this already. Don't need to walk into it again, but she's interviewing M. Bison from the podium. Yes. So big. It's so long. Her hair goes to her ankles. What the hell? Like, that's not the video game. That's not based on the video game. No, she always has her she she always has her hair up in the video game. So ha- you can't tell how long it is. When I have my hair up, no one can tell how gigantic it is. I love a girl with big hair, especially when it's so impractical for fighting, which everyone right. knows because someone's going to yank that and tear her head. Well, right that's off. why she has but the two little Leia it. buns, the two little Leia buns on the top of her head, but they're kind of you know more on top of her head than to the sides. But like, I just don't believe it. I've seen how big those little those little knots are that's that's not enough hair no, to I reach could, down no, to your butt no no, no. you can shoes. you can get when there's two of them you can get tight buns i mean hold on we're just gonna no, no, no. no we're just gonna rest moment. in this for a yep. minute here yep tight <sighs> buns I'm on board with Chun Li in this episode, one thousand percent. Everything she does, wears, and says, I'm go- I'm I'm saying that I mean, she's right great. now. She's great. I'm gonna I- say I'm this. Uh, for a lot of this cartoon, I was pleasantly surprised at yeah. by around this point. Like, obviously, it's 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 pretty goofy kid stuff, but they're taking it. Um, a little bit seriously i i didn't care for the fantasy stuff at the beginning but then through all of this like it, as uh, absurd as it is they're playing it pretty straight and i was okay with it uh there is a point and it's in all caps in my notes so you know we'll know when it happens where i was just like boop i'm done but for a while here i was like oh i know what it this happened. is not bad i'm okay with this okay yeah. I mean, there's a. Could I get a little sound poll? Because I do appreciate uh, M. Bison giving Fox News its template <laughs> in yep, conversation yep. in the middle with the Chun Li because she starts arguing with him from when he's behind the podium, and their exchange really brought me shades of 2020. Quite frankly, I see that you've lost your much vaunted objectivity, Miss Zhang. I stand by the facts. No, uh, I love this because he's basically like, you're from the failed New York Times and your bias anti-bison <laughs> propaganda. <laughs> I stand by the facts, which I mean, he's also 100% lying and he yep. knows he's lying the entire yeah. time. And I'm like, yo, this hit a little close to home living in the yeah. year 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yep. Also, you know, he, he sold them illegal arms. So they could become a rich country and be powerful. And then he just started the looting. And I like the fact that Bison is trying to run this criminal uh, enterprise. It, it kind of pulling a, 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 a what is it like a, the Nigerian prince scam where he's picked a country and the country will take the fall, not him, because in the country of con fear, uh, what uh, whatever he's doing isn't illegal. So here we go. I kind of I kind of like this plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like yeah. Yeah, this was the part where I was like, OK, yeah, I'm into this. This uh is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I dug all this uh, as well. I'm I'm into this cartoon up until this point and throughout yeah, the and whole I'm, thing. Spoiler alert. Oh, there it is. <laughs> alert. Uh, so uh, they basically go out of their way and they call it out like Bison is completely untouchable right now. He has done nothing illegal. 
I, that's probably debatable, but like they can't have nothing they can pin on him right now, at least. And so Chun Li mm. wants to go kick his ass because she knows he killed her father. Spoiler alert. And so there's a big party going on. So they're like, Chun Li, go to the party and get info. And she's like, how about I go to the party and murder this man? You're yeah. on the other side of the world. You can't stop me. And they're like, we would really rather you not do that. And she's like, well, I whatever, whatever happens, happens. And they're like, no, seriously, yeah. don't do it. She's like, yep, yep, you're saying words. And, and I I'm like just a like, woman okay. who can multitask, by the way, on the job. Yeah. I like a woman who's like, you know what? I'm gonna I got I'm gonna go to work. I'll be five minutes early, I'll eat a light breakfast, and then I'm gonna murder someone, and then I'll get an interview. Here's the problem. Yeah. She's not multitasking. She's like, fuck everything. I am just going to murder him. Hey, I'm she not gonna interviews do any of this him a little bit. She she gives him a light interview. No, no, no she's yeah, she wears this a is, nice dress to a party. Yeah. When they're when they're talking, she's like, "I'm just going to kill him." Period. Yeah, but then she then she like gets dressed up and she does an interview and to she's kill. schmoozing at the party. Mm. How fun is that for like for like world building though? I love the idea that there's a character and then there's just a reporter who's always following around that character who openly wants to murder them, but somehow there's nothing either one can do. And so they just keep showing up threatening them and nobody can do anything about it anywhere. It's kind of fun, that. honestly. Kind of I fun. would love that if there was like a reporter who every time there was a shitty politician was like, remember that time that you like paid a 17 year old for sex? And then they're like, all right, let's move on. Next question. And then like the next city they're in, it's like, oh, does anyone have any <laughs> questions for the politician? It's like, hey, remember that time you paid a 17 year old for sex? <laughs> I would be into that. I, mean, I would be into that, <laughs> that press reporter. And then he <laughs> shoots beams of lasers at her oh, yeah. from an orb obviously no yeah that's next step gi joe will return after these messages yes yes y'all new super street fighter 4 just plays here we go Street Fighter 4, only $39.99. Pre-order now. Now, back to G.I. Joe. So, yes, yeah, so the Warrior King now shows up to this to Earthrealm, basically. Okay, here we are. And Chun-Li has taken this moment to really bad plan here. She, the first opportunity, she just walks up to Bison, gets his attention, and says, I'm going to murder you. At yeah. which point, Zangief comes up from behind her and grabs her, like, because of course he does. You're on his yeah. turf. What did you think? Like, what did you uh, think we, was going to happen his, here? Bad it's idea. his signature move. We skipped over the part where they're at the party. Zangief grabs a pineapple, g- brings it up to his mouth to eat it, and then squishes it instead of putting <laughs> it into his mouth. And I yeah. did not get that. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> that did not. Uh, Is this the same guy that later on grabs a fish? No, yes. that was Sagat. No, that's okay. that's Sagat. We'll talk about that because I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> happening. That's about to happen. I don't know what the hell. I, like all of these things, honestly, like I was like, what? But I still yeah. appreciate the, mm. the weirdness of them. 
we get our fight scene here and Chun-Li and the Warrior King, essentially, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever. So uh, the two of them work together against Zangief and Sagat and they're yeah, fighting well, and Sagat grabs and the orb. This is what I don't understand uh, as this fight starts. Uh, this orb is supposed to control, you know, elements and stuff like that. And we see later, like the right. manipulate uh, uh, earth and water wind. and wind and yeah. shit like that. But like, where are the beams coming from? The, yeah, he just like random ass like it's a magical item and it just shoots me that irritated me like I get we're already in crazy town but like it's an orb that does specific things and all sorts of creative interesting things you can do with it fucking do those instead of just pew and pew I, pew I actually have an answer for this and that's that that's not just an orb it's materia from the final fantasy universe of final mm. fantasy 7 and that's why it can affect what a, a ice attack fire attack uh, wind attack water attack but also knows holy and that's a beam attack that's all you know that's my theory i'm working with it right now but i think this adds up yeah. so great. we also learned that the uh the orb really you know gets, can get knocked out of your hand by the slightest provocation because we play a little game of uh throw the orb around and get the orb knocked out and do that and then and this mm-hmm. to what chan said earlier saget bob saget he, he mm-hmm. picks it. The orb is down in, in the water in the shallow pool that they're fighting. Oh, my in. God. Are you about to say that Chan said that when it was me that said that? Uh, well, no, you said that it was uh, Zangief. I said, Thank who's you. the guy that picked up the fish? Ah. But then Chan said it was Sagat. So there it is. So I'm, I'm here's the deal, Chan. Said, Great this, job. This is Gina, the part that Chan job. was talking about. <laughs> this is my redemption episode, Gina. Sagat, great job, Chan. Gina, it was not Zangief. Bad job. Thank you. So he picks up the orb, and right as he's about to pick up the orb, which for whatever reason takes him a really long time. Hey, a fish. That's, a first fish. of all, that, it's a round ball in water that's yeah. too large for his hand. Have you ever yeah. tried to pick up a smooth, round object from water that's too big for your hand with one hand? Yes. Quite frankly, he uses two hands. <laughs> it's a this three year old child. That's why he's using two hands. I'm just saying, it's, it's a very like yeah. you, you've never dealt with slippy things. No, no, no. I, I'm on board. I get why it took so long. Yeah, again, I have experience no. and it 100% well, checks out. The thing is, it's not that it, the actual effort took him a long time. It was seemingly the conscious decision to make an effort. That's what was taking him a very long time. And maybe that's where my problem is because a fish swims over right next to the orb and one hand. So obviously it wasn't that hard. One yeah. hand grabs the orb and then grabs the fish in the other hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why the fuck he picked up the fish. And I'm going to be thinking about this. Idea. I'm going to be thinking about this for millennia i'm never yeah. going to stop thinking yeah. about why he picked yep. up the fish it's <laughs> yep. so yeah. upsetting I, to me why I, would you do that i fully wrote why did that dude pick up a fish mm-hmm. but but now i kind of like it i kind of like that it's one of the mysteries of the universe and also it's now i'm just thinking of this now but i wonder if it's like you remember how buzz always told us about like things that got lost in translation oh, okay. for animators how you would write like i think i think he said he you know something about in in the river like he he sticks yeah. his pole in the river or something sticks like his that or in the water yeah yeah sticks his or yeah sticks his or in the water Like, I mean, I I hope this was a conscious decision. I hope that one of the storyboard artists was just like, yeah, man, fuck it. He gets distracted by a fish and grabs it because he's a big, dumb guy. And he's just like, (laughs) like, you know, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. 
but but this i guess this theoretically could be you know like one of those lost in translation things where it's where it's like oh he he he's grabbing for the orb and and you know he doesn't quite get it instead he he closes his hand on a fish but then he does get the orb and the and the illustrator was just like i guess he's trying to get a fish also <laughs> it's so it's so weird it's just so i, I love it i love i, love I want to understand this and i just don't I love how weird it's, it is. It's just so upsetting to me. I'm actually trying to find the moment again, just so I can fully describe it for the people at home, because it is strange. Uh, I'll, uh, um, there it is. Okay, so here's the. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through it. Sagat's reaching for it. He can't see it. Yes, he. Okay. God damn it! I don't understand what is happening here. <laughs> so I just watched it just now. So Sagat is reaching down for some reason. He doesn't want to look at the two inches of water where the orb is. So he's blindly reaching with both hands. He puts both hands around the orb in order to pick it up. The fish comes over to the orb. He takes one hand off the orb, grabs the fish, picks both up out of the air. This water doesn't even come up to his ankle. It is the shallowest water ever. And then he holds the orb in one hand. He holds the fish in the other hand and starts dancing in the water when the warrior king tackles him. What the fuck is happening in my life? I love that he's just a weird dude. (laughs) I take it back. Maybe he is a computer guy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this is this what you associate with computer guys? Holding up fish and dancing. It's the only thing I associate with computer guys. This explains why you don't think anyone is a computer guy. Yeah. No. If if he had a pocket protector, I believe it. (laughs) He's had a he's had a computer keyboard, but he doesn't have a fish. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's (laughs) not a real computer guy. This all holds up. Okay. So Chun Li ends up getting wrapped up in vines because, of course, you know, we have a magic orb that can create vines. And Okay, cool. They end up, uh, uh, her uh, Chun-Li's cameraman has been recording this whole thing, though. So through this entire battle and, and M. Bison shouting how evil he is over and over again for reasons, uh, he gets exposed because all this video ends up in the national news. Now everybody knows M. Bison is bad. My only question about all of this is, now the Street Fighter team feels that they have enough to go in and get him, but what crime still has he committed? Really? Uh, I, I believe he uh, admitted to overthrowing a, uh, a uh, throwing a no, coup. No, he hasn't taken over the country yet. He's basically taken over the country, but he admits it in the next scene, which is why He's I guess trying, I get a little though. bit. You're still, you're still in the in the yeah. process of committing a crime. It's not like some, if some dude is like, I'm going to murder somebody. All right, here's the knife. I'm going to stab it to your throat. And people are like, well, we can't charge him with anything until he actually does it. Um. That's actually a thing that cops do. So, yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about, Gina? For white people, they do that all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Spoiler alert. Mm. So the Warrior King gets away with Chun-Li and immediately first opportunity when they're not fighting and he's new to this realm. He starts trying to bang her. And I'm just like, yo, this dude is thirsty. This dude. Yeah. Wants it. Yeah. I do not. I do not care for that. Uh, uh, yeah, I think this is the moment we started losing Gina. Am I wrong? Uh, what happened? No, Gina still Wait, wants to, to bang the warrior king. I'm oh, the okay. one that's, that's, uh, uh, or losing, losing, losing. Wait, because you don't like that he's here now? No, no, that he's just like, uh, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a weird foreign, uh, planet and I'm trying to recover this thing to save, uh, my planet and uh nice hooters 
Hey, can I, we first stop, of all, take a break here? To, first of all, I appreciate that. I appreciate anyone in a high stress situation that can take the time to flirt. As oh yeah, long, no. As I, long as it's as long as it's two sided. Stop sending me Facebook messages, fucking weirdos. <laughs> as long as it's two sided, it's fine. Yeah. Because if I'm and and fighting is hard. Like if I'm in the middle of a fight and I'm like, fuck, I am tired, and a dude is like, but like those those biceps. So I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna kick some more ass. I I, <laughs> I feel. I love uh, the tale of Sully as he's landing the plane was also flirting with one of the uh, uh, stewardesses as it happened, because that's what you do when you're in a high stress situation and you got to focus on stuff. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to go over here and try and uh, tap that. Counterpoint, the movie speed. Yeah, but they don't fuck until after the movie's over. Yeah, but they're flirting throughout, sir. No, 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 no. Tension. You got that unspoken tension. Thank your you. X files will they won't they tension. No, that's no. perfectly Here's acceptable. Kid, little kids don't get will they won't they tension. So you have to spell it out for them. You can't just be you can't just like be coy about it in the hopes that kids will get it. So that's why yeah. he says, oh, and and here's the thing. They cover their ass because he's like, if we were in a different situation now, I would put my penis inside you. So he clearly yeah. acknowledges it's not the time or the place. But his penis did move a little bit. I don't think you recall the good old days. Uh, who's the boss? Uh, <laughs> I think children very much understood a will they, won't they dynamic. After like uh, 800 episodes, maybe. I mean, I, I feel like these Street Fighter people felt like they would go on for 800 episodes. <laughs> No, that's either fair. way. Either way, I I appreciate because this dude is probably just from an all dragon wizard and and you know warrior world. So he's fair. like, ooh, a hot lady, and then she also turns out to be a warrior, and he's like, but what? No, I'm sorry. And, and she's he's a like, yeah, king. all right, muscly stranger. Uh, thanks for appreciating my fighting form. That's very nice of you. Is your penis moving? There are so many scantily clad buxom wenches in his world, his warrior planet world. Are you kidding me? That's all women are there. We don't it's know just, that. We don't know that. Oh, we know. We know for have you but, looked at any Boris Vallejo painting? They're <laughs> all it's just just bodybuilders and women who are just sopping wet with, you know, I mean mostly yeah. like baby oil all around them because everybody's shiny for some reason. But like you know he gets his. I will say, though, to be fair, I bet Chun-Li is the first uh, a female fighter that he's found who can shoot energy blasts from her hands. I do think yeah. at least she's got that. Maybe I'll maybe he's kind of turned on by the blast. Maybe he's like, I get a little jolt out of that, you know, in both, you know, both ways, you know. I mean, and to be fair, she is one of the best warriors in any universe. Granted. True. So so I like the fact that he he appreciates that. He takes a moment to appreciate that. I'm he just probably saying, thought he was going to rush in and, and do all the hard work. She was trapped in a bunch of trees at some point. Yeah. Wait till the fight's over. That's all I'm saying. Nah. Well, give me give me that motivation another... during. Give me that motivation during. Thank you. Well, they have another combo and they decide they're going to team up together as a, you know, against a common enemy. Bison now at this point reveals he has taken over the country of Confi, Confir, like, uh, like 12 hours after he walked through across the border, like didn't take it very long to lose the pretense is all I'm trying to say. Bison not playing the long game. Truly. Uh, he yeah. does start doing some weather dominator shit all over the world. And the street fighter jet starts getting near Confir. 
And he straight up cool. murders a woman in Tokyo, by the way. I, I ta- oh, yeah. like I was looking at the timing of that, and there is no way she escaped that <laughs> giant wall no of water. No chance at all. And, and she's not the only one uh, as well. But he creates he creates first off a giant wind pattern over the country. And it's not a big country. This is like a Luxembourg sized country, it seems like. Not a huge landmass. And so, uh, 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 and so, and so the wind is all blowing. So none of the jets can get through. So the street fighter jet comes by there and they start crashing. They have to jump out of their plane because the wind is knocking them down. At which point for the second time, I'm reminded of the year 2020, because what is M Bison's answer for illegal people coming into his country? I'm going to use the orb to build a wall. He builds yeah. a giant wall around the country of Confir, and unlike the one here that you can scale very easily, this wall is roughly 300 feet high, and no one can get over it. Not even if you have superpowers, man. No, because you, you try to fly over it, you just get blown away. So, like, mm-hmm. this is an actual working setup. If we had this, <laughs> life would be terrible. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> it would be more effective, I life suppose. Life would be terrible in a different way. That's correct. Yes. Uh, Chud Lee goes back. They, they actually like risk a lot so she can get her outfit back. She's like, I can't fight in that evening gown. I have to fight in my Street Fighter outfit, which. Oh, my God. Really isn't that different than her evening gown. Like okay. the shape was almost oh, exactly the same. No, no, no. The Street Fighter outfit. First of all, she she changed from this is spoken spoken like a person who has never worn an evening gown and heels to say that these these outfits are the same. Her footwear is much more practical. She's wearing pants and comparing her pants wait no she's not wearing pants yeah she wears pants underneath the underneath the the street fighter outfit tights maybe but no not pants she has on she has on pink pants i'm I'm looking yes yeah i'm looking too because she oh she does yep thank you very much like in the in the video game, she doesn't. So I just kind of assume that she wouldn't hear nope. either. That that's what I'm uh, saying. This is why this is nothing okay. at all like her evening Fair. gown and much more practical footwear that she can actually kick in. Uh, real quick, I just want to say before that happens, uh, as yes. they're fighting to get to the plane, yes. uh, I don't think you know what I'm going for. No, be, no, that there is something so weird here. So I hope it's what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, I won't hear it. Does he have a laser in his belt buckle? Oh, that's he's not what shooting lasers from his belt buckle during this. Never did it before. Never does it after. Doesn't make a lick of sense. Is it? Are you sure it's not someone shooting behind him? That's like because I don't remember this. Uh, I I do, and I'm gonna I'm take. It's like rico- It's not ricochet shot shots from something else. Are you talking uh, about the Warrior King right now? Yes. I do Which not. Is why remember I don't know. This. Very weird. I'm just trying to get over the fact that they, you know, we're basically told you have essentially two hours until the entire world is going to submit to M. Bison. Meanwhile, we cut over to what Warrior King and Chun-Li are doing, and they're having an alley barbecue <laughs> a make on a makeshift spit, and they're fucking. They li- they literally fuck in this scene oh, with two hours to go. You, you think that someone putting their head on someone's shoulder is fucking. I don't think you've ever had sex before, Ray. I, now I understand why you said I've had sex with so many women. Man, my shoulder was sore. This is not sex. Head on a shoulder is not sex, right? Look, the camera pulls way, way, way far back. And the very next scene is a giant tentacle that takes up half the screen. And for a brief second, I thought to myself, here we go. It is heavy metal. 
Uh, here's yeah, yeah. Here's a. They're one hundred percent boning in that alley. They which fuck is a, in that scene. Am I wrong? Right? Isn't it a forest? Is it an alley or is it a forest? No, they're no, in an they, alleyway because they make their way to the city and fight those dudes. Yeah, they go for the plane to get her uh, bag that's got her uniform in it. And to that point, like, I get why she would want to, um, like, change in out of an evening dress. She yes. mentions it before, and that all that all stands to reason. But um, her uniform itself isn't anything special. Uh, and they shouldn't have uh, basically they shouldn't have had this scene. She should have just got into right. her clothes because where, where the, did she leave it on the plane when she got off to what that makes no sense? Yeah, I would buy I would buy that she leaves her uniform, her fighting clothes around places. No, it's fine. I assume that, like, yeah, it was in her hotel room or something. Also, you know, I'm going to go out on a quarter. limb and say that her uniform probably has a built-in sports bra that's very supportive. Well, I think they, you oh, guys don't know enough. I, I think you guys don't know enough about lady clothes to to call these I, to to say that they're nothing special. Because I, I uh, and I bet there's nice padding in her shoes that make it nice and comfortable. Reinforced uh, toe tips for kicking. Mm-hmm. And guys, I did completely like, yes. And here's the deal. There were no pants in that suitcase. So I was a little thrown off by that too. <laughs> but the fact is they go the next scene after she gets the suitcase. And I, I zipped right by this because this is crazy to me. But we cut over to three, you know, mercenary thugs trying to kill a baby in an alleyway. Yeah, okay. So oh, this boy. Is Wait a minute. I skipped right over this. Why are they fighting this baby? No, <laughs> what, is this happening? Is what I thought. This is what I thought Chan was going to bring up because there's a little girl behind a dumpster. Yep. Yeah. And, and like they kick the dumpster away. First of all, What's that little girl doing behind the dumpster? Uh, yeah, what is I, happening I here? I want to know. Because I was like, okay, well, maybe she like ran and and like something. Oh, yeah. This one. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just sent the picture, the screenshot of that him shooting weird. lasers from a belt buckle for no goddamn reason. That is a little weird. Uh, yeah. I think they just felt he needed an energy blast to go with hers. And he's got a go fucking pole thing that he could have been shooting out of that. that that's he's, not how that works chan. chan it's one of those novelty belt bucket buckles he got it at the airport he really uh -huh. wanted to use it but it's yeah. only got one blast in it it's <laughs> got one blast fair it says, don't mess with texas it's really big <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, i want to know what because we, we stumble into this we come yeah. into the scene halfway yep, through yep, yep. it's an alley between two buildings with a giant wall there's a mm. dumpster and then there's a toddler maybe a baby i just refer to it as no, a baby it's not, it's, like it's not a baby it's wearing it's wearing regular human clothes it's like a four-year-old babies girl. wear regular human clothes what are you talking no, about no it's <laughs> like standing upright ray so it's like five. This is still in my mind. Yeah, of, listen, I, we, a, me and Chan have young kids. Four and this five is a year baby. Old is not a baby, dude. Oh, you're right. That four or five year old should take out the three mercenaries without help. You Yo, fucking have you pussy. Ever, what are we talking ever, about right now? Have you ever called a kid who could talk, which is like a, a like a fully talkative two year old? Have you ever called them a baby and had them say, "I'm not a baby," because that's yes, absolutely quite a lot. And you know what? As is the case with many things, the two-year-old is wrong. No, yo, I could play chess at two and a half. You're telling me I was a baby playing chess? Give me a break. Yes, of course you were a baby playing yeah. chess. What are we talking about? Five-year-old is not a baby. Yeah, this is a baby. That's now, why like, do the mercenaries like want to kill this baby? Two is a toddler. Two-year-old is a toddler. Gina, 
Why do they keep coming after the baby? There are two grown adults fighting them, and they're still like, I gotta jump this wall and attack this baby. No, like, the what baby is was happening here? The baby was the 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 full grown child was collateral <laughs> damage in their fight in this alleyway. The more no, it seems like they're going after is, the baby. <laughs> the more important question is what's this kid doing playing in an alley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then getting behind a dumpster and like, and then I guess it's just like, maybe that's where kids play in, in the city is in an alley. And then, you know, the, the fight happened and that kid was like, I'm gonna hide behind this dumpster, but then someone kicked the dumpster away. And then that kid fucking shrieks. Is this five-year-old potentially a Dickensian street urchin? Is that, is that, is that the missing piece of this story? That we're, that we're missing here. Yeah, that kid actually stole the wallet of one of those mercenaries, and that's why they're trying to kick his ass so hard. Uh, possibly, yes. Thank you. See, this is my redemption episode. I might have mentioned that N- once. None of this makes sense. So um, we go off the rails real quick here. <laughs> in fact, in fact, this is the point when she says like, uh, uh, oh, you risk yourself to save that. You know what? Here, here's. Here's the reason no, why. You risked yourself to save that child. A true warrior must always fight to protect the innocent. It's like the code of the street fighter. Discipline, justice, commitment. This in my note is oh, where boy. notes is where I said this is where it went bad. Because yeah. when she's like, you save that child, that's random ass child. Uh, why wouldn't he fucking save that child? Uh, it's yeah. not like he had to g- go out of his way. He was still in the middle of fighting these dudes. So he just like jumped in front of, uh, yeah, these dudes who were trying to shoot at this, uh, ugly child. I feel ugly like most people would let child. the kid die. I feel like most people would let the kid um, die and, and he didn't. Wow. And then they, no. yeah, she makes it like a thing like, oh, that's a, that's the, that's our s- street fighter code that nobody else in the world has. Saving innocent children. <laughs> That's so strange. Oh, yes. Okay, here's what I will say is that they made a point in the Wikipedia page it, under plot. It's like the second sentence. They follow a code of honor, including the keywords discipline, justice, and commitment. So this to me seems go. like something they that they try and squeeze into every episode and they couldn't find a better place for it. No. Oh, I you actually, know what? I- if that is a I thing, like then yeah, that I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah, this is like well, their lo- their log line, and instead they were like they were like, ah, oh, fuck, we forgot to put in the thing that we have to legally put into every episode. I don't know, put it after he saves the kid, I guess. You know that what? Is, that Here's- is one life with Louis looking kid too. Chan just sent us the, a screen grab, <laughs> and that I'm is a- that is yeah. Louis Anderson as a four year old. I'm <laughs> looking at this child now, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, if the if if he does, that is a kid <laughs> who if uh if the dude let her die, uh, Chun Li had been like, you know what, that's that's a gimme. You can have that one. That is an ugly Chance, ass save, baby. Save, and the fact that, that he her means like he's got a big heart. Big I, heart. I also feel like this could one hundred percent be like in an episode of the X Men with the Morlocks, where someone's like, "Oh my oh, god, that look is- at this child!" And it turns out it's just like it's actually like a full grown adult with some like mutation that makes it look like this weird <laughs> open open mouthed slack jawed kid. So if it turned out that this was like some sort of like ruse for the enemy to be like, "Hey, get get Mister Mister," you know. Cur- Kurgilicuddy out here and pretend to be that little girl that he pretends to be. Kurgilicuddy. 
Don't worry about that. <laughs> I I actually now picture want to picture a world where the warrior king sees the kid getting beat up, but then just like gets out of the way, lets the he's kid like, take a huge loss. Chun Li's like, "What the fuck, dude?" He's like, "Ugly baby." Yeah, did, did, did you see that kid? Like the yeah. teeth. Like you're not gonna come back from that. Just like put her <laughs> put her down, put her out of her misery. Jesus. Yeah, so, she do- she looks like she's like smuggling a frisbee in her mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> Now it gets it gets real weird here because now we're at the point where the two hours has passed and the world has surrendered. And I'm this sorry, I can't stop laughing at this kid. <laughs> terrible picture. That's going up on our Twitter uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know what, Chan? Why isn't she wearing shoes? What? I have There's so no many unanswered questions about yeah. this Chan, kid. Yeah. Can you make a meme of this picture that just says, <laughs> "Would you save this child?" <laughs> well, because we're that's it. what we need for our feeds, please. <laughs> That's what we need. Oh um, man! Okay, in this still shot of the dude handling the fish, God that damn it! Fish the guy with the so fish. Pleased. That fish uh, is, says, "I'm about to fuck." The yeah. two of them look like they're about to bone. Or that he fish is I'm about stoned. To I'm gonna ditch this orb and fuck this fish. Yeah, that's why he picked it up. What he was happening? like, "I'm saving you for later on oh my, my dick." God, uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll add. Is this fish stoned or thirsty? Uh, we can have a we can have a poll to see. Let's have a poll. We need more polls. That's what we need. So okay, so the world is now surrendering, and they are sending airplanes of the paperwork because apparently that's how it works. You got until you sign the papers. This, the world surrender hasn't happened. So they're sending uh, over planes with the paperwork. Okay, I, also, I'm going to need a, a little bit of help with this. It took it took it took the Street Fighters eight hours. To get to uh, this, uh, to uh, what the what the fuck is this place? Uh, it's like the Middle East. I mean, Zampir, you know. Cape Fear. Zampir. Is that where we are? Yeah, Cape Fear. Uh, and dun, dun, Cape Fear, yes. dun, dun. It takes these diplomats two hours. What the fuck is going on here? Well, they were closer. Slow, obviously, slow planes. I think they were in the same place. Because no, they definitely that. were because. Uh, the head of the thing was talking to all those diplomats, and he was also in his office talking to uh, Guile. Mm. Yeah, so I can't keep all the characters. Weren't they on screens? Again. I don't even know. Yeah, so okay, so they're coming to surrender with the paperwork with the planes towards uh, Confir. Great. So we have our final fight because our heroes now show up, and uh, Warrior King squares off with Zangief, Chun Li squares off with M Bison, and Sagat. Hold Fuck on, you. I just so, need to, I just need Gina to hear this. Yes. I can never forget my quest. Nor I mine. But if we have nothing else, we have this moment. Let's keep it as long as we can. All right, yeah. if you're telling me, if you're trying to Love tell it. me that they're not fucking in that alley, you are wrong, Gina. You are wrong, wrong, yeah. wrong. They are having chased uh, head on shoulder actions. Are you saying that they're like dry humping? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's purely above the pants stuff. That's actually why she needs to change her out of her outfit because uh-huh. he got cum on it from in between two layers of cloth. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Okay, well that this is that makes sense. Yeah. Unpleasant. So okay, so the Chun Li and Warrior King crash the party. I don't know where Sagat is at this point. I think he's out fucking that fish. Quite yeah, frankly. he definitely is. He's. He's around, but he's just not helping in any given way, which is great. So they start fighting, and and they knock the orb out of his hand, 
uh, out of M. Bison's hand. Warrior King grabs the orb. A portal opens up, and he's like, yo, I got to go get this portal. He gets blasted by M. Bison, drops the orb through the portal. Okay, so M. Bison has lost the orb, and Warrior King's about to jump through the orb to go after it because that's how this whole deal is going to work. Now, what I really don't understand here is the planes are coming to surrender. M. Bison, like literally five seconds ago, lost the orb in a non-televised event. Mm-hmm. And immediately everybody on the planes suddenly knows that M. Bison has no bargaining chip anymore mm-hmm. and blow out missiles on the entire compound. Maybe if, maybe that was their plan the entire time to blow out the missiles. I don't know, no, no, but no, it just no. seems crazy. He loses the orb and immediately they turn on him like it's some sort of weird Madden game from 1996. What? Where you throw the ball and every single defensive back immediately breaks off from their route and runs towards the ball, regardless of what direction they were going. That shit is upsetting to me still, and I think about it all the time. <laughs> uh, I wrote in my notes, what was their plan? Because he brings down the wind barrier so that these right. diplomats can get in, but also all of those planes with the missiles are right there, too. How was he planning to just let in... Uh, that plane yeah he wasn't he was just gonna put it down and then everybody comes in which is what they did and then immediately he's like oh run we can't do anything what the gee you didn't have any they run away immediately they don't what? even bluff like they could if they killed chun lee here and throw warrior king through the portal there is nobody who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't think they have the orb still like they have every card still. And he just immediately gives up the game and says, get the fuck out of here. And I don't understand. I'm so confused. I, this, this confused me a lot. I will say that this feels more than most like an episode that had an extra 10, 15 minutes in the script that they cut. So like Mm -hmm. the child makes a lot more sense. This ending makes a lot more sense. There's like a bunch of backstory that, uh, is cohesive, but they just cut it out because, you know, like we just don't have time or money to animate the shit. So. Yeah. So warrior King gives a speech and this is kind of wild to me. He gives a speech where he's basically like Chun Li, you know, I got to go get my orb. He gets blasted by M bison and somehow that blast freezes him until Chun Li uses flash level speed to run over and kick him, which somehow frees up the character who was already going in a certain direction. His momentum regains again. And he yeah, flies hold on. It, through. Chun Li has a shadow board. kick. Don't you know that Ray? Chun Li has a shadow kick. It's canon. I'm talking to you anyway. This it's is literally canon. the who would win drag episode. Everybody <laughs> Chan has dropped no less than five or so who would win long drops, deep poles. And if you picked them all up, then congratulations. You, 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 you know, you're, you're better man than I, uh, so, so basically we have about 10 seconds at this point to wrap up the episode. So immediately they drop down. Ken starts trying to fuck Chun-Li immediately. Oh, so gross. And she turns, she's just like, no, cause I have a boyfriend credits. Like that's uh, it. That's how the shit hold, ends. Hold on. This is, this is real bad. So you need to hear it all. Yeah. It looks like you've been working out some major frustrations here. Maybe you, uh, need a boyfriend i already have one hope to meet him someday <laughs> what it's oh great my god i hope to meet him someday what's well, the fuck meet him again uh, is what i mean they had to they what, cut that word that's the most important word of the sentence the word. <laughs> what are we talking about it's so terrible I hope to meet him someday oh so you've never met him no 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 i've met him what the fuck are you talking about chun lee yeah, I, at first I was like, oh, did she say, I hope you'll meet him someday? 
That's what I thought. But, but then, I just but listened, to clearly, listened to it again. Listen to it again. Clearly, she didn't. Uh, can, we, can we hear it one more time for the people at home who just heard it for only once? I already have one. Hope to meet him someday. Hope to meet him Hope someday. Hope to meet him someday. Uh, I don't what? know. Uh, what is happening? Maybe, maybe she thinks he's in a different timeline. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So they just the- swapped her out with a few, uh, past version of Look, her at that moment. That- we're we're a couple of smart people, so we should be able to figure this minute. out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Thank thing. You, I've been Gina. watching uh, uh, <laughs> Star Trek Disco lately, and so like I'm, I got my head full of all sorts of time, timey wimey nonsense that I gotta oh, gotta boy. straighten out. I don't yeah, know. I was also trying to figure this out, and I thought like, oh, maybe it means he's been set to a different timeline, and there's and like at some point they'll meet again, but it'll be like the first time because it'll be in a different timeline. But here's my thing. Oof. I I legitimately thought we were going to see a wrap up of him going back to his planet. Yes. But also now that I think about it, it's possible he's still just running. Yeah. Because because like as I just said this out loud, I just realized it, it might be that. But he was saying like, "Oh, I need to get that orb back to my planet, otherwise like, you know, like that's the only reason vegetation lives there." Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was assuming die. he was going back and I, I, I thought we would get some sort of wrap up where we come back and his, his army has somehow defeated the wizards. And since he kept it out of their hands long enough, now it's safe. I thought that would be the last minute. And Wait, we don't even you, get about this, that. You remember it's a cu- crossover, right? And we still have this two, is a other two episodes. hour story. So at the yes. end of the fourth of four episodes, we might go back to that realm and yes. wrap up his story in the I, wing commander episode. Yes, I, ho- I hope so. I'll reserve judgment until that. But so far, these so far, the two that we've watched have been very self-contained. Also, he looked like he got shot right before he went into that portal. So his yeah. dead body might shot. be floating through the sliders oh, no. portal for True. forever. Oh, no. I gotta watch sliders. <laughs> Where can I watch sliders? Everywhere. Castle? No. I don't think anybody's making money off of sliders, sliders these days. Streaming. I'm guessing IMDb Pro. What? You can watch Fringe on there. That's a good show. Uh, apparently, if I had Peacock, I could watch it on that. Oh, you know what? I got it for Rutherford Falls. Good show, that one. Uh, it says it says it's free on Peacock, so I don't know what. Oh, oh, I guess if you have Peacock, it's free. Uh, here's here's a fun thing. Uh, I'm paying for Peacock, which means I have the WWE Network for free. Haven't watched a lick of it. Wow! Wow! For you, that's something. Yeah, it got real bad there. Real bad. Well, yeah. And that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We I can't believe how how this time just blew right by, but this is a long episode. <laughs> we had a lot to talk <laughs> about it? with this Street Fighter I I cartoon. Think we started late. No. I don't no, I think we, we started about as early as we've ever started. <laughs> yeah. Quite frankly. Um, so Gina, uh, uh, you don't understand how time works, I've just learned. <laughs> well, that's why I hope to meet my boyfriend someday. <laughs> God damn it. Oh no. Wait a minute. Gina oh is Chun Li. Oh, uh, I wish I'd have so many outfit changes with supportive sports bras built in. <laughs> I just hope that when uh, dudes uh, PM you, you're like, 
Sorry, uh, my boyfriend just went back to his <laughs> went back to the warrior planet through a portal. Boy. So you know what? I we can't. Yep. I can't. <laughs> Wait, would that be more successful than just ignoring them and letting it ruin my night? Um, here's the thing: it would make them even hornier. So Damn no, it. do not take this advice. <laughs> my advice is usually bad advice. Uh, that's that's something that you you can all know. If I offer anybody advice, it's not good. It's never good. No, that that tracks. That tracks completely. Like, uh, you know, you once advised, hey, let's do a podcast. Uh, Yeah, I do that a lot. A lot. A I lot. mean, to be fair, I've seen you enable so many podcasters. It's frankly sickening because you know <laughs> what you're doing. You crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. So this is Knowing Us After Podcast. That was Street Fighter. We had a lot to say. And there's some, some stuff we want to talk about before we, we get out of here. First off, guys, we've never talked about this on air. We never the did. The theme song Throwdown. <laughs> we oh never, because we're so disgusted by the answer. None we're, of us no, wanted to talk about not. it. It was just like Muppet after like almost a year buildup. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're really bad. That at announcement so, was Muppet a real Babies. letdown, Ray. You didn't even try to do like a drum roll or anything. Jeez. No, because it's been weeks at this point. Let's, they've waited long enough, Gina. Muppet Babies defeated... A Pokemon 52 to 48% and a huge comeback Ooh, for Pokemon at the end. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like 60 40 for a long time, but got pulled Ugh. all the way back. 60 40 the enough. other way. Here's here. And then it came around. Uh, like I was, yeah. I was watching the thread. I think, I think it posted on Chan's wall. Uh, and, and there were some pro babies people. Uh, well, let's call them pro lifers. Uh, who who <laughs> were were outraged that 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 this was even a contest because they thought Muppet Babies was so clearly the winner, and then someone who was so so outraged that it wasn't automatically given to Pokemon, and uh, I realized that it's it's very much a generational thing that yeah, that 100%. people of people of my age. Uh, you know, like, and you might say it's the the battle between millennials and Gen Z going on right now, but but people of my age were exactly the sweet spot for Muppet Babies and loving that theme song, and were slightly too old for Pokemon. Were aware of it, but it didn't have that same earworm nostalgia, hearing it again thing, and that was how right. I felt. And then I looked at the person who was saying, "How is this even a contest? Pokemon is superior." realize that they were about 10 years younger and that this was or or maybe more but that they would have been the wrong age for muppet babies maybe didn't even watch it originally or were definitely too young to enjoy it but were the perfect age for pokemon to now have that nostalgia factor so that's what this came down to Mm -hmm. and the fact that most of our people are around our age is why it went to Muppet Babies. Uh, I don't know where the motherfucking Gen X people went to, cause yeah, and none of them stepped up. Although I uh, no, no, you know what? I, I take that back. Muppet Babies, uh, though, wouldn't they? Star Blazers made it way farther than it should have, and uh, that's got to be mad about that. <laughs> that's got to be that. Yeah. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Just to let you know, <laughs> Muppet Babies defeated, and we've learned some. Me and Chan have learned some things about Muppet Babies that has not aired on the uh, on this <laughs> show at all. From one of our guests who had a lot to say about uh, the person who wrote Muppet Babies, and now we maybe have to try to look into getting him on the show to talk about the theme song. But apparently, 
Um, he's he's uh, a little strange. Not that we haven't had strange guests before, but it, I don't know if it's the right kind of strange. But we will find out. We will find out. Dear Lord. So anyway, that is all we need to know. We've, we have finally done the thing, Chan. We've been meaning to record something and just stick it in an episode, and we just didn't bother to do it. In fact, oh. I'm just going to leave this in this episode so it can come out way after the fact. Who cares? <laughs> Muppet Babies won. Nobody's happy. That's how we live our life. I th- No, I, I think it is a solid choice. Uh, to, it's to, fine. To, all of the songs were good once, once we got past, like, uh, round one, maybe, maybe round two, but yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. Nobody, nobody loses here. We're all winners. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Look, we're all winners except for, except for us. Yeah. Except for us. You can find us on various places. You go to facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Check out our page. You can also check out our, our group. We've got people in the group and I'm even going to try to like, look, we had people waiting seven months to get into the group because I just never looked at the, uh, the, oh, the admin no. stuff. Oh, damn so it. We, we had like 10 people waiting to get into the group and we just let them all in. Uh, some of <laughs> whom were waiting like literally over six months. Wow. So the wor- was, it, was it worth the wait? I don't know. Should we do a better job admitting the group? Probably. They don't worry be- about that. They fully got a notification and then we're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't remember anything. And some of the people who I, I I recognize some of the names we let in. So I kind of felt like I've let the people down, but that's not the first time. So we're fine. You can also check us out on uh, Twitter, of course, at G.I. Joe podcast. You can also do some on Patreon, patreon.com slash knowing is at the podcast. Chan is making season five stickers and magnets to send out to everybody. Isn't that right, Chan? What was is that a thing that I was supposed to do? We talked about it last week. Oh, remember that. I shouted it at you last week. You probably tuned me out. I you seem to remember it. this. Uh-oh, okay, well, thank you. So I'll Chan's working Gina. on season five, magnets, and everything else. Let's just make it happen. Stickers, magnets, we're going to send them out. Maybe it'll just run another round of t-shirts again. I don't know. Let's have some fun with it. Why not? Who cares? Let's we're having fun with it. You can also, uh, like I said, GI Joe podcast on Twitter. Look, this is running long and I'm out of things to say. So you can hit me up individually. I am at Almighty Ray at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And check out Street Fighter, the cartoon. Uh, next week, we're going to be back with more GI Joe Extreme. And then we're going to do part two of four before we skip straight to part four, because we don't do like to do things in a sensible way in this show. We just do not. So we're going to do two. Uh, next week is uh, two weeks ago, Savage Dragons. Check that out. Get ready for that. And until next time, have a fun boning in an alley. The heroic man beast, Wonka, hard kicking fighting machine, Chun Li. And the team of the most amazing warriors ever seen have joined forces with Guile to combat the criminal empire of Shadaloo and its superhuman leader, Bison. They have their own code of honor, discipline, justice, commitment, and together they will triumph against the forces of evil. Street Fighter! Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. Hey, I'm Kevin Israel. We host Gutting the Sacred Cow, the best and most unique movie debate podcast out there. Why? Because we invite our guests to pick a film that they find overrated or hate and try to convince us to see their argument. They must pick a film that is a financial success, widely beloved, 
are critically acclaimed. That's right. Some of the films our guests have tried to eviscerate Raiders of the Lost Ark, Pulp Fiction, Ghostbusters. You can find us on all podcast platforms like Apple, Google, Spotify, and more. And if you want to watch our smiling faces, we're also on YouTube. Guttingthesacredcow.com is where you find all of our information. And we look forward to our guests infuriating you when they attack your favorite films.